Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This episode of the Power Ranking Show is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for all of your betting needs to get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and the easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games that are available to play right from your home. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to get in on the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. How did you know you were muted? I got this nice big thing from Zoom that says you are muted. Oh, so that is probably helpful. Yeah, that is, of course, the uh, beautiful voice, beautiful country voice. Actually, not really. Of at Marcus underscore Mosher. This is the Power Rankings podcast, a.k.a. the Power Rankings show. We are joining you on a Wednesday as we are recording this. And uh, we always talk about how the show is sponsored by Bet Online, but Marcus uses Bet Online quite a bit just to check out different odds. And so uh, you were checking out odds for something that you and I talk about a lot, but I feel like it's kind of fallen out of general discussion. So before we even get to the odds, just a simple question off the top for you. If you had to do a percentage, including diehard fans, so diehard fans, casual fans, whatever, what percentage of fans do you think have no idea who led the NFL in rushing last year? Oh, 75%. I bet. I was going to go 90. I was going to go 90. I I think there are years where everybody knows. When it's an Adrian Peterson season or when it's a Jonathan Taylor year when the Colts make it to the playoffs or whatever. Like We remember those seasons. But when it happens with the team that you know, ends up having a top seven pick and just wasn't really relevant at all last year, we tend to forget. And the winner is? Josh Jacobs by quite a big margin. Yeah. Yeah, Josh Jacobs had a heck of a year, uh, really spurred on by a road game uh, at Seattle. Uh, Went to overtime, I think. Did he? I think he won the game with about a 60-yard sprint in overtime. It it was a 75-yard touchdown, a walk-off touchdown. I I was so glad to see Josh Jacobs have a big year because on this podcast, I've always been a big supporter of his and just, it's glad that he, I'm glad that he got the recognition that he deserves. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I was the one. We all know that you longtime sure. listeners. I'm the one I had to tell Marcus, uh, what did he end up in that game? 220, 240. He ran for over so, two bills. He, he had game. a monster game. Yeah. Yeah. Probably the best game of the year by a running back in terms of not only production, but literally being the reason his team won in a game. The Raiders really needed to have, although they didn't almost knock Seattle out of the playoffs uh, with that win. But uh, what we're talking about in regards to Josh Jacobs, because his name is going to come up here is Marcus was looking at the odds uh, bet online's odds uh, of who's going to be their NFL rushing leader this year. And I think this is really interesting because there's a new face uh, that's everyone's talking about. 
There's a guy who has always been in a timeshare that's going to have a new offensive coordinator that I'm wondering about. Uh, you've got Christian McCaffrey, who uh, is going to be his first full year with his new team. We just talked about the former rushing leader. And then a guy who was an absolute star two years ago who was banged up last year, now playing with an athletic quarterback who might, I- I'm guessing, might be Marcus's bet to win the rushing title I think you know who I'm talking about there. So let's look at the odds. Let's pull the rundown in here. Let's uh, let's start with uh, we did the the top eight, and uh, I, I'm curious who's number eight here. What's the uh, and what the odds are? It's Ramondre Stevenson from the New England Patriots. He is 18 to one to win the rushing title, and I get it right. Like this is somebody who averaged over five yards per carry last year. No Damian Harris, who was the starter at the beginning of the year. And I kind of like this offensive line for the Patriots. I feel like they're going to run the ball a lot. He's certainly talented enough to have a 1,500, 1,600-yard season. Yeah, it's an interesting one. Uh, He's not going to be splitting time. Uh, You know the Patriots are going to run the ball. There's been a lot of questions about uh, their quarterback situation. Remember, they were shopping Mac Jones, or that's the way it appeared to be. does the lack of a passing game actually worry you at all about the running game? In other words, can New England keep it tight enough, sans a prolific passing game with their defense? It's been a little bit retooled so that uh, Stevenson can put up the 1,500 yards required to win the rushing title. I'll, I'll let you go a different way. I think Stevenson is too good of a receiver in order to win the rushing title. Ah, okay. Last year, okay. he had 70 catches. 70 catches. That is a lot of of receptions for a running back. My guess is he's still going to get his 220 rushing attempts, but he's going to catch 60 or 70 passes, and Wingham will find somebody else to kind of split some of the, you know, whether it's the short yardage work or just some of the every down work with Stevenson because he's just too big of an asset in the passing game. I actually disagree with you a little bit here. I think he's going to get a lot more than 220 carries. You're talking about 17 games. If he gets even 15 carries a game, that's 250 carries. Uh, I, I think he's going to be well over that. I think you're looking he, at more close. But go ahead. He averaged over four or four receptions a game last year. So do you see him being somebody who gets 16 carries and four catches a game? That's yeah, a lot of work. I do. I do. It is a lot of work. Um, but I, I, you know, maybe his catches go down a little bit. But I could awesome. see him getting 16, 17 carries a game. Uh, he, he's a he's a good little player, he but really I don't is. think he's I don't think he's winning no. the Russian title. No. Okay, let's uh, let's look at the next set of odds. Uh, it's your guy, Tony Pollard, sixteen to one to uh, to win the rushing title last year. Pollard had the best year of his career. He had a thousand yards rushing, thirteen hundred total yards. No Ezekiel Elliott now, uh, as of right now at least. Uh, do you like this bet at sixteen to one? I think this is the best uh, bet on the board. Um, Tony Pollard is going to be in an offense that I think is going to be a little bit more conservative. Uh, I don't think that Kellen Moore's style, which was good for Tony Pollard, the fantasy player, but I don't know about if Kellen Moore was still the offensive coordinator, there's no way I think Tony Pollard would win the rushing title. I think they would use him more in the passing game, and I think they'd be more aggressive down the field. Uh, obviously, he's going to get more carries. The big question mark with Tony Pollard is can he handle the load or not? But we don't really have evidence either way of that. But at these odds in the offense he's playing with, with the offensive line, uh, Terrence Steele coming back, um, I I like Tony Pollard a lot here. I get it. There is a little bit of injury concern here. And I do wonder, like because just like Ramondre Stevenson, because he's such a good receiver, 
are they going to try to find ways to, I don't want to say limit the amount of rushing attempts, but just kind of manage him so he makes sure that he doesn't have those games where he gets 25, 26 carries. We'll see. But the one thing about Pollard that I think is really intriguing is he has home run speed, right? He could have five or six rushes this year that are over 50 yards. And you just, you have a couple of those, you know, every game, every other game. That's how you could get to 1,400 yards, 1,500 yards pretty quickly. That's that, that really is the thing that he has probably better than anybody else on this board. I mean, we've got the helmets on our rundown, but I'm pretty sh- sure I know who the running backs are for all of them. So let's start with the very obvious one next up. Stay in the NFC East, New York Giants. Obviously, this, this is Saquon. Uh, how much do you think the off-field stuff is going to impact the on-field play? Probably not at all. I was actually surprised to learn that Saquon finished fourth in rushing yards last year with 1,300 yards. Um, good year. It was, it was a very good year. You can make a case it was the second best year of his career. I just don't know if I can see him doing significantly better than that. They gave him almost 300 carries last year. And if the Giants are serious about giving him you know, a long-term contract extension, there's no reason to put 350 touches on his body. Again, find ways to, to limit his usage. I don't like this bet at 14 to 1. I don't like it at all either. Uh, you know, not to mention we're getting to the point with him. Uh, the way football is played now, how much money these guys are making. Marcus and I have done podcasts on this already, so we're not going to deep dive into this, but it's year six for him. And I, you know, he's he's had a lot of injuries. And even though he's not happy with his contract, he has made pretty good money. Um, you know, as compared to like the old players who played 10, 12 years at running back. Um, I also the Giants offensive line doesn't excite me. Okay. It's it's fine. It's average, uh, right? It, yeah. I was using your you always whenever you're just meh about something, you're like, they're yeah, fine. They're fine. Uh yeah, but I don't like this. Uh the Pollard bet seems so much better to me uh than this one. I even like the Stevenson bet better yeah, than I, this one. Okay. So now we get to our rushing leader from last year, Josh Jacobs. Uh are they factoring in that he you think bet online that he won the title last year? Do you think they're giving him some disrespect here? Because he's only fifth on the board. He is only fifth, but I really worry about that offense in general now with Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback. I don't know if they're going to be able to stay competitive in a lot of these games. And we know this curse of like 375. If you have over 375 touches in a season, it's really hard to have success the following year. Josh Jacobs had 393 touches last year. That is a ton. And he's somebody who... He already has over 1,200 touches in four years in the NFL. He was used a lot in college. Not saying he's going to be irrelevant, but I have a hard time believing he's going to average five yards of carry like he did last year. Yeah, I am too. Uh, I do think the Raiders, I think he's a great little player. Um, I've thought this for a long time, and I I still feel that way, but – uh, I don't love him to win, but the odds here are actually pretty good. Yep. These aren't much better than Saquon, didn't you? Would you say it was twelve to one here yep. on uh, or fourteen J- to one? J- Jacobs is fourteen to one. Same odds as yeah. uh, Saquon. Yeah, I like. I'd rather take Jacobs over Saquon okay. for sure, and I'd probably take Jacobs over Stevenson, but not over Pollard uh, so far. So Pollard's still my leader in the clubhouse. See if I'll change my mind. Uh, the next ones are our rookie that's on the board. I told you we had a, what was interesting about this is all these running backs are in very different situations, and we'll get to that at the end. But let's uh, let's go with number four. 
It's Bijan Robinson for the Falcons, and this might be my favorite bet. He is 14 to 1, like Josh Jacobs, like Saquon Barkley. But this was one of the most efficient rushing attacks in all of the NFL last year. We saw Tyler Algier, you know, a day three rookie come in and have over a thousand yards rushing. They added Matthew Bergeron, a second round pick to the left guard competition who very easily could have went in the first round. They brought back both tackles tackles. They have one of the best guards in football. And I kind of like the weapons, like with Drake London and with Kyle Pitts and Desmond Ritter gives them a little bit of an athlete at quarterback. Why couldn't Bijan just come in and get, you know, 300 carries and be efficient and lead the NFL in rushing yards? I think he could. I mean, but you just going to sit the kid down from last year and hardly give him any carries after he, he played so well? I, I you know, and, and also most of the time, rookie running backs do a pretty good job. It's it's definitely one of the easiest positions in the NFL to transition to, but that doesn't mean that every rookie running back with this kind of uh, the skins on the wall, so to speak, uh, does this well. I, I, but look at the history I, I don't know of if first, can... look at the history of first round running backs, especially the ones that have been drafted inside the top 10, right? Ezekiel Elliott, I believe led the NFL in rushing yards, Leonard Fournette, very productive right out of the gate. Even Todd Gurley, who was dealing with an injury in 2015, really productive as a rookie why couldn't Bijan on I think maybe the best rushing offense in the league just be super successful right away Sony Michelle didn't do much uh Mark Ingram well, didn't but I'm do saying that guys that were drafted like okay Saquon Barkley had 2,000 yards as a rookie okay. in 2018 okay by the way when you say Ezekiel Elliott is that the same one that you hammer once a month on Twitter to feed your base I mean that's a different <laughs> player the 2000, 2022 <laughs> Zeke and 2016 Zeke are very different players. Very good. Okay, and the odds again on uh, B. John Robinson are also Four, fourteen to one. So we got three one. three in a row there stacked at fourteen to one. Saquon, Josh Jacobs, and Bijan. I disagree with you that Bijan's the best on the board here, but I think he's the best of the three fourteen to okay. ones that we've had there. Uh, let's go with uh, Tennessee. We know who this is. Is Derrick Henry? Yeah, he is ten to one. Um, and I can't think of a worse bet than Derrick Henry to, to lead the NFL in rushing yards. Now, he was second last year, 1,500 yards, but he's going to be going into his age 29 season. I don't yeah. think this Titans team is very good. The offensive line is going to be really bad again. There's a chance that they're starting a rookie quarterback. I, I just don't see them having the lead and being able to rely on their defense. I, I would be really nervous about betting on Henry here. This really reminds me of like 2009 Steven Jackson, yeah, who had been in the league about six years and had had a lot of mileage. And Steven Jackson still ran for 13, 1400 yards. I think it was 1370 something for a one in 15 Rams team. I think it was either 09 or 2010. I can't remember which Rams team it was. Well, Bradford went number one in 2010. So it must have been the 2009 team mm-hmm. that was that bad. And uh, Steven Jackson played his tail off, but with not a very good offensive line and a team that may not win a lot of games, you're just not going to get there. You're just not going to have those late third quarter, fourth quarter carries that I think you really need to win the rushing title. He could still have a great year, right? Uh, So, okay, that's 10 to 1, not to mention his odds are a lot better than Bijan, so I'm, I'm with you there. Uh, Number two is a really interesting name to me because there are all sorts of Things flying around about Nick Chubb not being a Brown anymore. This is my favorite bet. Uh, Nick Chubb, 8-1 to one for the Cleveland Browns. 
He's just so consistent. And I believe he's like second all time in yards per uh, carry for his career. 5.2 yards per carry. He had 1,500 rushing yards last year. And now there's no Kareem Hunt. There's more stability at the quarterback position with Deshaun Watson. The offensive line is completely intact from last year. They didn't lose anybody. It's it's still a young offensive line. And I just think that defense is going to be better. They're going to be in more games. They're going to have the lead more. Why couldn't Nick Chubb get 350 carries, continue to average five yards an attempt, and just all of a sudden go from 1,500 yards rushing to 1,750? I like the offensive line. I don't think Cleveland has any problem using him. But you're saying this is your best bet on the board? Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to kind of disagree with you there. Uh, I, I I think he's tied for third on this board. Uh, What's your Bijan. biggest hang-up? My biggest hang-up is, is really that I like Pollard and a guy we haven't talked about yet more. And with Chubb, I, again, I do like the offensive line. Uh, I do think Deshaun's going to play better at quarterback. But the thing with Deshaun Watson is if he plays better and they can get more plays down the field, do they really need Nick Chubb carrying the ball all the time? I think a guy like Chubb can have 12, 1,300 yards, score 10 touchdowns, be absolutely fantastic in fantasy, but I don't think 12, 1,300 yards and 10 touchdowns is going to get you to the rushing leader. We need 1550 here, I think. I think. And, and I just, I just don't, don't see him hitting that. That's what he did last year. That's what he did I don't last think he's year, Yeah, but that's what, that's with Watson missing half the year and not playing that great when he did th- come back. Do you think Watson helps or hurts his chances? Because I think it's going to help. Because I just think they're going to have more leads. I think it helps his... Uh, effectiveness, it hurts how prolific he is. And it sounds like I'm speaking out of both sides of my mouth, but I could see him averaging a half yard per carry more or 0.3 yards per carry more, but actually getting less carries in the run game uh, to make that happen. Maybe Watson throws more touchdown passes and you don't have as many goal line carries for Chubb either if we're talking fantasy as well. But right now we're just talking rushing leader. I got to put my money on a guy to win it. I'm not putting it on Chubb, but the one guy we haven't talked about on this list yet, he's number two on my board. I would leapfrog him over both Bijan and Nick Chubb. Jonathan Taylor for the Colts, uh, 750 or plus 750 to win the award. He did it in 2021. Absolutely dynamic. Got hurt last year. The offensive line was really bad. Now they've added Anthony Richardson, an athletic quarterback, and we know how the history of those guys helps the effectiveness of running backs like Jonathan Taylor. My concern is, are the Colts just going to be really bad? And where they're just unable to sustain drives and keep games close? Because if that's the case, he's just not going to get that many opportunities. Look, I can understand at seven and a half to one, if you're like, well, these odds are not as, uh, you know, the the risk reward ratio isn't as great here, but it's still pretty good. You're still talking seven and a half to one, right? And the, the things that I like here, isn't the AFC? Well, first of all, the Colts are playing their own division, okay, mm-hmm. twice. They're playing the NFC South. Like, I love that for him. You already mentioned having an athletic quarterback. I think their line's going to play better this year. Uh, now, we don't know that it's going to be a new system for them, but this is also not a guy with a lot of tread on the tire. Either Jonathan Taylor is still a really young player in his prime. Uh, he and Pollard would be my one and two. You've got Bijan and, and Chubb. 
Uh, by the way, I think Taylor scores a ton of touchdowns again this year. I don't remember how many he had in 2021. I want to say it was 19 or 20. Yeah, something like uh, that. Yep. Yeah. So those are the guys that I like. But really, if we look at this, oh, you know, go and just one more point on this. It's not that I hate your picks. I just think you're wrong. I Thank mean, that, well, that's it, fine. It, it's fine. It's two different things. I think I would go Pollard one, Taylor two, or one A, one B. I would go uh, Bijan three, Chubb four, and then probably dealer's choice at five, probably Derrick Henry, just because I do think he's going to get a ton of carries. All right. I'm going to go through some long shot bets that aren't okay. on the board here. You okay. just quickly, yes or no. Brees Hall, yeah. 20 to one. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Actually, I don't mind that one, but I'm higher. He's just on not going to be healthy. Are. He's not going to be healthy enough to yeah. have that kind of work. It's 20 to one. Put 20 bucks down and hope you win 400. I'd rather do Calm it on down. Justin Fields at 20 to one. I like that one too. I love them both. I do both. Put five bucks on both. What are All you right. going to spend that $10 on? A nachos, Bill Grande, bean Football burrito, cars. and a Mountain Dew. Actually, that would be a great thing. Taco Bell. I love that combination. Nachos, Bell Grande, no beef, only beans with the bean burrito. Not yeah. a Baja Blast, just the Mountain Dew. Although I've been sold on the Baja Freeze. Have you had that? Uh, yeah, that's fine. Okay, football cards we're not talking about. You're addicted. It's fine. Uh, uh, let's go through a couple, couple more. more. Yeah. Uh, Christian yeah. McCaffrey, 22 to 1. Love it. That's a great bet. Yeah. Now, he didn't, I mean, he only averaged 67 rushing yards per game last year with the 49ers. They're going to use him as a receiver, but they might have to lean to on one. him. Exactly. But, yeah. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, 30 to 1. Uh, nah. Najee Harris, nah. 30 to 1. No. Isaiah Pacheco, 30 to 1. Absolutely no. Uh, I'll give you one. Brian okay. Robinson Jr. for the Washington Commanders, 60 to 1. I love the way he ran. I like that one. Yeah, I know that yeah. one's fun. Plus, when you're getting 60 to 1, again, why not just throw, what, uh, five bucks and maybe you get a $300 payout? It's kind of nice. David Montgomery, 60 to 1. Behind the Lions offensive line. Now, they did draft Jameer Gibbs in the first round, but why couldn't David Montgomery just have like a super big workload on a team that it's probably going to be winning a lot of games. Yeah, and I think Dan, Dan Campbell is going to want to use him in that yeah. way. But do I see him leading the NFL in rushing? I don't. I mean, with those odds, you can just have some fun with it. But I, I think uh, going with the commanders is a little bit better choice. Yeah, I like it's Brian Robinson Jr. He's just a good player. And I think uh, I think Eric Bieniemy is going to use him quite a bit there in Washington. But wait, Antonio Gibson. Oh, that's he's 150 to one. That's like a mantra. For, I know, but that's like three years in a row now, <laughs> you know? So I fell victim to that. I did the Antonio Gibson hype train. I, I need to know his odds of being on the roster like week one for Washington because those got to be, right, like, be nice. odds, right? Be nice. I, t- I tell you, though, looking at these eight again uh, that we have listed here, it's just it's really interesting. All of them, their situation uh, Stevenson's getting the carries, uh, you know, no Damian Harris there. I think that's interesting in what style of football the Patriots are going to play to get back into, uh, the playoffs again. I uh, remember 2021, they ran the heck out of the ball. They had that game against the bills where they practically, I don't, did he even throw a pass in the second half? They didn't complete a pass. <laughs> they didn't complete a pass. Uh, Tony Pollard, you mentioned it home run hitter in a new offense. No Zeke Saquon Barkley, all this contract talk. What, what's the Giants' best path to victory? That's tough to say, but he's their best player, or at least their best player on offense. Uh, might go with the defensive lineman as their best player. Josh Jacobs led the league in rushing last year, and nobody even is aware of that. Then Bijan Robinson, who is this the diamond of the first round in a lot of people's view, 
Uh, the only reason he was knocked down was because of the position that he plays uh, and the way it's looked at. We could have a rookie rushing king. That's cool. Derrick Henry, I'd love to see Derrick Henry go for 2,000. I would. It would just be awesome. Yeah. The first guy to do it twice. Uh, by the way, I think he would punch his ticket to the Hall of Fame even if he retired mm-hmm. right away. Uh, Nick Chubb he has got a quarterback that very pl- barely played last year. Maybe the coolest running back to watch in the league. Like When I watch Nick Chubb, I'm like, that's the best running back in the league when I just watch him play. I don't know how you feel about that. And then Jonathan Taylor, who I think is a great bet playing with a new quarterback, the guy that really didn't get to play last year, who was amazing in 2021. All these running backs have really unique situations. Uh, my kind of last thought here is you look at the eight, the eight teams, the eight names that we've listed, which team has the best offensive line in your opinion? I got to go with the two spot here. I think I'm going Cleveland, uh, Marcus. But this this is arguable because well, I think that's fine. The four spot, Atlanta, uh, is going to have a pretty good line. I think Dallas. Uh, there was a while where Dallas's offensive line was overrated. Like first, it was rated properly; it was great. Then it was overrated on reputation. Now I think the Cowboys' line is actually one of the strongest in the league. Um, so, so if the Browns have the best offensive line in this list, and you said that. Nick Chubb might be just the best running back in the league. And of all these teams, I think I think the Browns and the Cowboys have the highest win totals. Kind of checks all the boxes you need for a leading rusher, right? That's why I would bet on Nick Chubb. I also thought Le'Veon Bell looked like the most impressive running back, and that didn't mean he was leading the league in rushing. I just think the Browns are going to air it out a little bit more. But you make a strong case. Look, I had him I had him about third. I had him tied with Bijan because there are there's a there is, I have to concede you, a lengthy history of rookie running backs leading the NFL and rushing. Uh, we can go, you know, it's not just Zeke, okay? We can go all the way back to Eric Dickerson uh, and a lot of other players that have done that. I'm not going to name them all here and flex the muscles, but Christine I'm just telling you, there, there, there's a lot. All right, we're out of here. Uh, if you want to hear, though, uh, more about Tony Pollard's chances uh, and the rushing leader from 2016 that Marcus doesn't like to say anything good about listen to locked on cowboys with landon mccool give landon a follow on twitter marcus also does a dynasty podcast for the locked on network that's cool covers the raiders and josh jacobs who we mentioned for usa today raiders wire he is at marcus underscore mosher that's at marcus underscore mosher on twitter i'm at harrison nfl on twitter we really appreciate you guys we've got a really interesting mvp chat uh, on our next podcast with a little uh touch of history coming from marcus not from me so uh stay tuned for that guys take care everybody Thank you, Bet Online.